When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to the tiny stage hour of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. It's also the start of the Almost Famous podcast, and this is where you get to learn about more local bands and musicians in your community from here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England. Brought to you each and every week by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. Before we get to our tiny stage guest, let's reintroduce the guest we had during the first hour, Miss Betsy Siggins. How you doing? Are you talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. <laughs> so sorry. You talking to me. <laughs> Excellent. Can you well, hear you, me? You got me. <laughs> so for those who may have missed maybe the first uh, the first part of the show tonight, give us another quick introduction as to who you are. I'm Betsy Siggins, and I've been around the folk music scene for 60 years. I turned 80 this fall, and I've been involved with Club 47 back in the 50s and 60s and 70s. I worked at the Smithsonian at the Festival of American Folklife on the Mall during the 70s. I ran soup kitchens and food pantries in upper New York City for most of the 80s and early 90s and came back to Boston in 96 um, and was at Club Club Passim from 85 to uh, 209. And uh, during that time, it was a nonprofit. It still is a nonprofit, but we made it into a nonprofit. And we um, <clears throat> created both a school of music, um, a children's music co- series, and an archive project, which is what I do now. I'm an archivist, and I've been archiving um, New England folk music for the last 12 years. Wow, that's uh, that's quite the list of accomplishments. That's amazing. That's uh, that's the voice of Betsy Siggins, founder of Folk New England, and she is my co-host for the evening. We're also being joined by our tiny stage guest, and that would be Kim Moberg. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good, John. How are you? I am great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So for those who might not be familiar with you, give us an introduction. I'm a singer-songwriter that lives on Cape Cod, Massachusetts currently, but I was born in Juneau, Alaska. I'm a Tlingit native, which is the name of our tribe. And um, I live on Cape Cod and I perform throughout the region at coffee houses and libraries and all sorts of venues. Very cool. And um, you've got a couple of albums out there. I have one album that came out uh, two years ago called Above Ground. And the title celebrates the fact that I achieved my goal of overcoming stage fright, which I had most of my life. And um, it was met with great success in the folk world. It charted on the um, Folk Alliance International DJ charts, a couple of different songs in the top 20. And then I have my second CD coming out in just a few short weeks, and it's called Up Around the Bend. All right. Excellent. Well, let's hear your first song, and then we'll talk some more. What are we, uh, what are we listening to first tonight, Kim? Um, this is a song called That'll Have to Wait, and it was written from a prompt. I'm a member of the Rhode Island Songwriters Association. And um, they had this kind of really cool event called Songwriters in the Round, whereby we're charged with writing a song from a prompt provided by audience members. We have 30 days to write a song. And it's been a pretty successful tool for me. I've written a number of songs that way. And this is one of them. And the prompt was, that'll have to wait. All right. Kim Moberg, 95.9 WATD. The tiny stage is yours.
staring at your face across from me The stranger where lover used to be And the words that you are saying mean my world's about to shake So the hearing When you took away your love so suddenly You didn't give me time to cry or even breathe The tears will soon be raining like a crossfire hurricane But the feeling That'll have to wait Say that God don't give us more than we can take The pain of losing you I just can't face Cause a heart that's used to loving You know it don't know how to bend It just breaks This heart may mend and learn to love again I can't say with who or why or even when As time goes by the bitter fades and the goodness shall remain But forgiving So beautiful. Kim Moberg, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. 
Now, you said you mentioned that uh, that song was was inspired by a songwriter's prompt. How many songs have you written that have been inspired by just a prompt? I'd say probably five. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading um, on your website on on your website um, that you um, you've been playing and writing songs since about age fourteen, but you didn't release your debut album until. 2017, was it? I've been playing guitar and singing since I was 14, but I didn't write my first song till the year 2014. Oh, wow, really? Right. That's amazing. Why did you wait so long? Well, I didn't perform out because I had stage fright, and it took me a very long time to get over it. I I started going to open mics and went to one open mic for like a year and a half every single week and finally got over that hump of stage fright. And at that open mic, I noticed that people were writing their own songs and performing them. And I thought, well, geez, if they can do it, perhaps I can too. And I started writing songs, and, and they just keep coming out. So that's a good thing. That's really cool. And I know you, you came with, uh, with the amazing Betsy Sickens tonight. Uh, how long have you guys been friends? Oh, goodness. 30, 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. It just feels like that. <laughs> Excellent. And, and Betsy, if you have any questions for Kim, feel free to jump in. It's, you know, this is your, your show, too. Well, I want to hear something new. Well, I'd also like to hear the December song up around the bend. You want to hear the December song? I'll play, I'll play that in a little bit after my voice warms up to that one. But I can play <laughs> something new that you haven't heard yet. I don't think that you might find interesting. Let's do that. How do you know? Well, <laughs> 30, 40 years, maybe I can predict a little bit. <laughs> the boss wants to hear something new. She Let's wants to hear new. something new. <laughs> I mentioned earlier that um, I am a Native American from Juneau, Alaska, of the Tlingit tribe, and our moiety is the raven. And there is an ancient legend in our tribe called How the Raven Stole the Sun. And it's the story of a very greedy chief who took all the light of the world and wanted to keep it for himself. And, you know, I noticed that times sometimes don't change. And that's something that's very relevant and current to now. There's a story, a children's book that's been written called How the Raven Stole the Sun, but there's never been a song written. So I decided to write a song called The Raven. Let's hear it. Kim Moberg, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Across the 
Fantastic. Kim Moberg on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. What do you think, Betsy? I like it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I do, too. One thing I was going to say, there are things about music that you can't really put into words. And one of the things that I come back to a lot is the fact that some songs can get so close to you that they hurt Absolutely. Other songs can be so far away, they, they, they just in, envelop you. One of my favorite things, and I've only seen this happen, and I've been, I've been doing the, the music thing on this radio station for about 15 years, and I've only seen this happen like maybe two or three times. And it's when you see somebody, and it, it's, it's somebody like a Kim who's playing a noisy bar, and somebody sings a song, and all of a sudden the room is just dead silent just because of that one song that's playing. That's, it's such an incredible feeling as an artist to have that happen. But just music is an amazing force of nature that can just stop people in their tracks, which yep. I think is, yep. there's really nothing, nothing else quite like it. Well, right. it's all about empathy for me. It's just, it's, a, it's, it's how we connect, you know, soul to soul. Absolutely. Really. This is a difficult question to ask, and I'm, it's probably going to be even more difficult to answer, but how do you write? Like when, when, you, when you, you get the, the idea for a song, when that spark happens... How do you then take that from the idea to, to 
picking on a guitar to, to singing to the to the vocal. Nine times out of ten, it's the guitar part that's first. My guitar for me is like a Ouija board almost. I'll be sitting around just noodling with it, and then all of a sudden, a chord progression comes. And like one of the songs I'm going to sing later today, I was kind of one day bumming out, going, "Oh, I can't. It's nothing feels fresh, you know. I don't know." And then I just started messing around, and just the title came out, Angels Fly. And then I thought, oh, there it is. And then I wrote the song around that. And I struggle with lyrics. That song, I was listening to Chris Stapleton, um, Broken Halos, when I wrote that song. And try, so I tried very, very hard to tell a story in, in, little, in a little bit of words. You know, some, some songs can have lots of lyrics and, and take you down a path, and it's, it's, you know, very wordy. But this one I tried very hard to, I just kept cutting words and cutting words and cutting words and tried to tell the story in as little words as possible. Do, when you're writing, do you typically write songs very quickly, or do they, can, do they sometimes take days, weeks, months, even years? Angels Fly came out very fast, but I have other ones that have been in the works for a year and a half, two years. Do you find that those songs that take longer to write have more meaning than the songs that take the shorter amount of time to write? Or you know, is it kind of vice versa? That's a good question. But no, I think it's some, you know, one of the most interesting quotes I ever heard was James Taylor. Somebody was complimenting him on a song he had written. And he just said, you know, thanks. But actually, I was really just the first person to hear the song. So, you know, he was given credit to the universe to, for kind of giving him the songs versus taking credit for writing them. And that's kind of how I feel about it. So sometimes I think that the reason it might be taking longer to write one song over another is maybe I'm too preoccupied or I'm too busy or I can't, you know, find the time to focus and just let go and let the song come through. Excellent. We are running up against our first break. Um, before we do that, though, uh, Kim, share with us your website or any online information about you. Sure. www.kimmobergmusic.com. That's M-O-B-E-R-G. I have a mailing list. Feel free to come and sign up. I only send newsletters out three or four times a year. Excellent. And Betsy, I forgot to ask you. I'm so sorry. Do you have any, any online information where people can track you down on? <clears throat> folknewengland.org O-R-G uh, My email is BetsySiggins at gmail.com Excellent. We have more with both Betsy and Kim right here on the Almost Famous Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. Don't touch that dial. Keep it right here. We're the South Shores Radio Station. 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Here on the South Shore, into Boston, and yes, across New England. We're brought to you each and every week by Tiny and Sons Glass. Follow us online tonight. Facebook.com slash Almost Famous Radio. On Instagram, too, at Almost Famous Radio. And our podcast, which can be found at almostfamousradio.com. And again, I'm John Shea. We're being joined in studio tonight by two amazing guests. We have, first and foremost, Betsy Sickens, who's one of the co-founders of Club 47 that became Club Passim in Cambridge. Betsy, how are you doing tonight? Still good. Excellent. Thank you again for coming down to the South Shore. And uh, your, who drove tonight? Did, did you drive or did Kim drive? Oh, I drove. <laughs> <laughs> I that's, drove. It's quite Kim a Moberg. night. <clears throat> and Kim, introduce yourself. My name's Kim Moberg. Thanks for having us here. My pleasure. 
Kim, share with us your website and any online information again for us. You bet. Um, you can find me on social media under uh, Kim Moberg or Kim Moberg Music. That's both Instagram and Facebook. But really, I'd love you to visit my website, www.kimmobergmusic.com. And read her bio. It is fascinating. Thank you. Um, so you, one album out, one album coming out. Talk about that. It's called Up Around the Bend, and it's um, the title of the song that started the whole CD process. My daughter is a student at uh, Wellesley College, and um, she invited us up for a walk around Lake Wabin one day. And as we turned to this particular bend, I snapped a picture of the, of the, um, the scenery because it was so beautiful. And I posted it to my Facebook page and said, we never know what's up around the bend. And a friend commented, well, that sounds like a song. Yes, it does. And so I wrote a song called Up Around the Bend, and that became the CD's title. It consists of 14 songs, 13 originals, and one cover of one of my very favorite songs by uh, Cliff Eberhardt called The Long Road. Love that song with Richie Havens. Um, he did it with Richie yeah. Havens. I did not. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you, too, in the first, um, first segment, you mentioned um, that uh, you experienced stage fright early in your career, and I'm wondering how you overcame that. Um, it took a very long time. It took um, a year and a half of weekly open mics, and before that, performing at, you know, different local things like um, at our ch- at church contemporary service and, and fundraisers and that type of thing. But it did take about a year and a half, of, and it was debilitating. I wasn't able to perform most of my life, which my mother found quite fascinating because she was a classical pianist and the biggest ham you could ever meet. She had no, no stage fright whatsoever. I've heard that from, from several musicians who have come on the show and that I've seen uh, live, and not just independent musicians, but some, some major names, too, have suffered um, stage fright. Carly Simon comes to mind. Um, but what advice would you give to somebody who, who loves performing but also suffers from stage fright? Well, two things. One, don't give up. Just keep going out there and doing it and trying to work through it. But the second thing, which is a pretty big thing, it was for me anyway, to realize that when you're up there performing, it's really about the song and it's about the music. It's not about you personally. So um, if you focus all of your energy into the actual music and the song, pretty soon you'll forget that you even are afraid. Absolutely. I want to bring uh, Betsy back in because um, one of my favorite places, and I've talked about this quite a bit, is um, the Club Passim venue. And that's the kind of venue where, um, at least in my opinion, it feels like you're you're surrounded not just by the audience, but just by friends and family. I mean, it's a very intimate venue. Do you do you find that to be the case too? That it's more than just performing for an audience. It's more like yeah, performing it's, for it's family. It's a very magical spot with an enormous amount of history. Um, when Club Forty Seven closed in 1968, <clears throat> the building became McGovern's headquarters for about six months, and then a couple came in and wanted to open a book and card store. Um, They had no intentions of having music there, but musicians would drop by, and they would say things like, why don't you have music in here anymore? Well, that's not our interest. Well, but can't you hear the music in the walls? Musicians are singing to you, so you'd better get with it. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they did. That's a great story. 
Um, I want to hear some more stories, too. And uh, this time from Kim, what are we going to listen to next? Um, I'm going to play the song that I spoke about earlier called Angels Fly. And I do want to do a plug, up, since we were on the subject of Club Passim, that I will be playing there on February 13th. Ah, yes. So if people will mark their calendars, we'd love to have you come. I get to co-bill with two very good, talented friends, Rod Abernethy and Grace Morrison. So it's going to be a really fun Grace. night. Grace. Grace is one of my f- most favorite people on the planet. She's fabulous. Let's hear the song, Kim. 95.9 WATD, The Tiny Stage is Yours. This is called Angels Fly, and I wrote this song. um, My sister passed away from breast cancer about two years ago, and when we got the word that her passing was imminent and that I needed to get down to New Jersey as soon as possible, I hopped a bus. And um, I was hoping that I would get there in time to say goodbye, and I did not. And this song is about that. It's called Angels Fly. In a seat by the window Southbound on I-95 Praying the driver Will get me to you in time Over, I can't even whisper goodbye. 
so much more than a friend and though I was older you were the wiser cause you knew that in the end angels fly angels So great. Kim Moberg, 95.9, W-A-T-D. Great job on that song. Thank you. Was that one of those songs that just kind of poured out? It was. Yep, it came out very quickly. Fantastic. And uh, Betsy, anything to say about that? It's a beauty. It absolutely it's an is. absolute beauty. So mostly on this show, I focus on the South Shore music scene and a lot of what happens uh, in uh, Cambridge, Somerville, and Boston. We don't touch too much on what's happening on the Cape. Um, so I'd like to have, ha- ask both of you, talk a little bit about the Cape music scene. Well, um, there is a, a very supportive group of people on the, ca- on the Cape, and there are places to play that are, um, they're not exactly listening rooms, but there are people who that really appreciate live music. For instance, I'll be playing Wednesday night, the 4th, at Harvest Gallery Wine Bar in Dennis. That is a that is a venue that supports live music. There's also O'Shea's Old Inn in Dennis, which has music seven nights a week. But there are a number of there are wineries, there are libraries, there are other clubs. Um, there's the uh, Cultural Center of Cape Cod. That is a listening room, and they have all sorts of artistic events there. But they do have live music as well. Is that in Katuit? That's in Yarmouth. Oh, Yarmouth. Okay, awesome, excellent. And Betsy, anything to add to that? Nope. Nope. Awesome. She covered it all. <laughs> she did. Kim Moberg, Betsy Siggins, both joining us on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Um, I believe uh, on both albums, Kim, the one that's, that's coming out and the one that you did back in 2017, were both produced by John Evans. Uh, talk about what happened in the recording studio. John Evans is a master of many, many, many things, but he is a Grammy-nominated recording engineer and producer. He is a native of Cape Cod, but moved out to California and was out there for 21-plus years. He's a multi-instrumentalist and was Tori Amos's bass player for nearly 10 years. Um, he He's played with so many people, Paula Cole and Katie Curtis and... Just just countless, countless people at all levels, at all levels. And he was the one that brought in for this um, new CD that I'm doing. He brought in um, a very good friend of his and a business partner, a drummer and percussionist, Matthias Bossi, who um, tracked, I think, I want to say 10 of the 13 songs. He did percussion, Matthias did percussion. How does this new album compare to the, the, the previous album? I think um, we decided, and I was really excited to decorate these songs a lot more with additional accompaniment. Um, it's kind of funny, in the beginning, my family, they were very like, oh, you know, we're so used to hearing just you and your guitar. I don't know if I like that other stuff on it. And, you know, I had to kind of explain to them that, you know, art is a really cool thing in that um, 
it, it's fluid. So these songs are the same. It's like a house with a foundation. You know, the walls can be painted different colors and you can change the curtains and you can do the same thing with a song. It sounds one way and I sing it one way when it's solo. I sing it a different way. I, I often perform with an, a fiddler accompanist, Heather Swanson. And when I play these songs with her, it's different. And then in the studio, when we have access to all of you know, all of these instruments that John can play, there's dobro, there's B3 on there, there's percussion, there's, oh, there's tenor guitar, there's electric guitar, there's acoustic bass. So it's very different from the first one in that they're they're bigger. Very cool. And you mentioned that you started writing songs not too long ago. How do you think your songwriting has evolved from the previous album to this current album? Well, <laughs> a good thing happened. I, I sent it to... Um, I sent it to the person that I'm I'm considering doing a radio campaign with, and his first comment was, you know, you obviously have been working at your craft because I see a progression and I see growth in these songs from the last. So that made me feel good. Kim Moberg, Betsy Siggins in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. Share your website again, if you would. www.folknewengland.org. Awesome www.kimmobergmusic.com Awesome, and Kim, you mentioned some, uh, some upcoming shows. Talk about those again. Um, I'll be playing at the um, at Harvest Gallery Wine Bar in Dennis on Wednesday, December 4th. And then this weekend, I'll be playing um, for the Housing Assistance Corporation uh, Telethon Fundraiser on Saturday. That's at Barnstable High School. On Sunday, I'll be at the Centerville Stroll. And um, next weekend, there's a couple more. I think there's a Yarmouth Yarmouth stroll as well that's happening at the Compass Rose Inn in Yarmouth. There's a gorgeous inn on 6A. Very cool. It's that time of year, the holiday it's season. That, it is that time of year. And then, like I said... Is um, shopping done? <laughs> no, it can't be done if I haven't started. <laughs> Let's do another song, Kim, and then we'll talk some more. What are we listening to next? Well, this this song I had a lot of fun writing um, a few years back, a number of years back, maybe a decade ago. I, I went with my sisters to um, Washington, D.C. over Memorial Day weekend and got to visit the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And it was one of the most moving experiences I have ever had. I'm a military brat. My dad was 23 years in the Coast Guard, and I lived in countless places, uh, 10 schools in 12 years, and I was really struck by just the intense dedication by the soldiers that guard this this tomb. And so um, I wanted to write a song about it so I could kind of educate people. And the guard walks 21 steps. He pauses for 21 seconds and then turns and walks 21 more steps in the opposite direction, back and forth in front of the tomb for the duration of his shift. And it's 21 steps in honor of the 21-gun salute. So the song that I wrote is called 21 Steps, Ballad for the Unknowns. And each of the two sections of the chorus contain 21 syllables. And I wrote it to the cadence that the soldier marches, which is 72 beats per minute. Fantastic. Kim Moberg, 95.9 WATD. He will walk 21 steps. Turn and pause 21 more For the lives that fell before He will walk 21 steps Turn and pause 21 more For the nameless lost at war He 
walks along the black mat, no rank upon his sleeve. A silent sentinel company E. Buff strap on his shoulder, wreath badge upon his chest. The old guard salutes those who lay at rest. He will walk twenty-one steps, turn and pause twenty-one more. For the lives that fell before, he will walk twenty-one steps. Turn and pause twenty-one and more for the nameless lost at war. Three wreaths on the north side, three wreaths on the south. A world of memories, six battles fought for you in honored glory, in patriotic law. Your name is known, but only to God. He will walk twenty-one steps, turn and pause twenty-one more. For the lives that fell before, he will walk twenty-one steps, turn and pause twenty-one more. For the nameless lost. At Twenty-one more for the lives that fell before. He will walk twenty-one steps, turn and pause twenty-one more for the nameless lost at war. He will walk twenty-one steps, turn and pause twenty-one more. For the nameless lost at war, he will walk twenty-one steps, turn and pause twenty-one more, till the day we war no more. Amazing, Kim Moberg, ninety-five-nine WATD. I saw Betsy just kind of leaning back and closing her eyes on that song. It's one of those songs that just 
paints a picture that words really can't describe. She's she's turned into a into a real wordsmith. Absolutely. Thank you. Coming from You're Betsy, welcome. that is a humongous compliment. That'll cost you a quarter. I guess, I guess it means I have to give you a ride home. Yeah. <laughs> no argument. Uh, segwaying perfectly. Um, thank you, Betsy, for that. Um, Kim, talk about influences. Well, my mother was an absolutely huge influence over me. She was, like I said earlier, a classical pianist from the time that she was six years old. And she taught herself to play guitar when I was about 14 years old. And she would give guitar lessons to the kids in the neighborhood to try and save up enough money for a new piano that she had her eye on. And it was my job to type up the lyric sheets to pass out to everybody, to all the (laughs) students. And that's how I had to earn my lessons. I took lessons from her for about a year and a half, and the rest has been self-taught. But uh, musical influences other than my mom would be people like Carole King and, and Jackson Brown and songwriters of the 70s. Really. I was just listening just the other day. I was cleaning out my, my desk of some of the promotional CDs that I've received over the years. And one of them <laughs> that I completely forgot that I had, and I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of sad I did because it's, it's amazing, is the, the Jackson Brown tribute album. Oh, yeah. The double disc yep. that came out two or three years ago, mm-hmm. which got, has Sean Colvin is on there and uh, Kim, uh, Keb Moe is on there as well. Just some amazing singer-songwriters all paying tribute to a genius. Amazing songs. But, uh, you know, honestly, that was those were my influences for, for learning to play guitar and sing. But, I mean, my musical tastes are all over the place. My mom and I saw David Bowie and the London Symphony Orchestra <laughs> with Andre Previn conducting literally in the same week. So, you know, it's everywhere from The Who to, I don't, I don't even know, to just contemporary artists as well, Laurie McKenna. So... There's so much good music out there. There absolutely is. Um, and I noticed on your your website, too, you're, you're well uh, decorated with awards. I've been very fortunate in getting some attention for my songs in the last two years. Yes, definitely. I won first place at the uh, Rose Garden Coffee House Performing Artists Competition a couple of years ago. And um, second place at the Linden Tree Coffee House, which... The second place prize was supposed to be um, you get to be an opener in the following season. And they called and they said, you know, I'm going to toot my own horn, own horn. But they said, we really, really like you and we'd like to give you a coal bill instead of an opening. And we talked to the artist and he is totally okay and on board with you co-billing. Would you be willing, that's how they put it, would you be willing to co-bill with Bill Staines? And I was like, <laughs> who's ever going to say no to that? Exactly. You have to pull my arm for that one. Uh-huh. Amazing. That's Kim Moberg. We're being joined by her and Betsy Sickens on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. I think we have time for two more songs. So what do you, uh, what do you want to do before we take our final break? Oh, interesting. Um, pressure. Pressure is, is right. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a song that is not a super happy song, but I wrote this <clears throat> a few years back um, about the... the the children who lost their lives in the Sandy Hook Elementary shooting. And I wasn't going to do this song tonight, but I saw yet again there was a shooting in Paris yesterday, you know, where 10 people were killed. And I just feel really strongly that for us here as a country, we can do something better. Absolutely. And music speaks. So let's hear it. This is called Law, um, Right to Bear Arms. 95.9 WATD Kim Moberg. It's all yours.
Don't say a word. Don't be afraid. Take hold of my hand and hide. Just like our drill, sit quiet and still. No one will come inside. In the quiet dark, she wonders how they'll make it out alive. Still, she bravely gives them comfort as they hear the bullets fly. Confusion outside the door. Hear him walk in. Forgive us our sins. She whispers, and then they're gone. Too many nights have sat and wondered how we let it go right. How a law meant to protect us became a place for greed to hide. Our right to bear arms. Our right to bear arms. Our right to bear arms. Raise up our voices to be heard. Take back the right our fathers fought for. Not the Six-year-old baby's dead. Twenty-five more. Blood on the floor. Nightmare plays in her head. In the dark, she numbly wonders how they justify the cost. Of the prophets they're defending, and the right her son has lost. Our right to bear arms. Our right to bear arms. Our right to bear arms.
So powerful. Kim Moberg, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I was getting that vibe myself. You know, I I almost didn't perform that song out, and it was my my 20-year-old daughter, the first time she heard it, and she said, Mom, that has to be played. You have to play that song. Yeah, that's that's a powerful, powerful piece there. Thank you. Great job on that. Thank you. Um, we are up against our final timeout of the night. I think we have time for one more song. Does that work for you? It does, but maybe you want to talk to Betsy for a minute while I retune my guitar. Uh, yes, let's talk to Betsy right after this, 95.9 WATD. The South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. And for the final time tonight, welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, Brought to you each and every week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. My co-host for the evening is... Betsy Siggins. Betsy Siggins. <laughs> and Betsy, introduce yourself one final time tonight, if you would. Uh, I'm the founder of Folk New England, an archive that is preserving and presenting the music of folk musicians from the early 40s on up to today uh, in New England. That's, that's amazing. How long have you been doing that? About 12 years now. I'm, I'm a classic hoarder, so there's no to, no ticket, no Kleenex, too small, not to save. And when I, um, when I got back to Passim after many years, it turned out that I just had an awful lot of stuff that I thought should be shared with the rest of the world, in particular with folk musicians and students. So in the last 10 years, we have a new partnership. It's not new anymore, but a partnership with the University of Massachusetts at Amherst. And you can go online and listen to a lot of stuff that we have uh, cultivated and preserved over the last decade. That's incredible. Give that website one more time. www.folknewengland.org. Excellent. Bookmark that. And it's, 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 I was checking that out earlier today. It's, it's an amazing site. And there's a lot of graphics on there that, that have a lot of history. So it's more than just... Just, you know, reading blogs is a lot of interesting information, so definitely go check that out. Betsy, great job. Thank you. And if I could add, Folk New England is always, always, always accepting donations. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. It's a nonprofit, so absolutely. Um, And for Kim, how about your website? www.kimmobergmusic.com. Awesome. And the upcoming shows. Upcoming shows Wednesday, December 4th, is going to be at Harvest Gallery Wine Bar on Route 6A in Dennis, Massachusetts. Um, Also, um, on Sunday, I will be at the Centerville Library, part of the traditional Centerville Christmas Stroll. That's going to be inside at the library. And... um, but I do want to plug a big one coming up. Mark your calendars for February 13th, please, for Club Passim, where I get to co-bill with two very talented friends of mine, Rod Abernethy and Grace Morrison. Fantastic. And uh, the new album? The new album is called Up Around the Bend, and it will be available on my website and, and all other online distribution channels in about three weeks. Fantastic. Kim Moberg, Betsy Siggins, thank you so much for coming by WATD tonight. I know it's a, it's a hike from the Cape, and I'm glad you made the trip. Thank you for having us. We're really happy to be here. Anytime. Thanks very much. And My thanks, pleasure. Thanks for your support of local musicians. Of course. I couldn't do it without both of you, so mm-hmm. thank you so much. Um, what are we uh, going up to the top of the hour with? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play for you the title track of my CD, Up Around the Bend. The song's called Up Around the Bend. All right, 95.9 WATD. Kim Oberg, it's all yours. 
days move slow Yet the years fly by And the more we think we know The more we should ask why Because the story never ends What fades away is clear again What lies behind is up ahead Around the bend You see the seasons turn And the world is spinning round She just stands still Never makes a sound Because the story never ends What fades away is clear again What lies behind is up Around the bend. 